Are you bored living a mediocre life? We were too, and we know how to change that. Each week, we'll leave our comfort zones to explore a new topic, then step onto our soapboxes, a safe space to sound off on our latest adventure. Come explore with us. All opinions are welcome. This is a mindset. This is a lifestyle. This is Siren Soapbox. Hello, thank you for diving in with us, fellow explorers. Our mission is to inspire you to explore outside your comfort zone. Exploration is for everyone, no matter your location or situation. But be warned, exploring outside comfort zones can cause meaningful growth and lasting happiness. Ready to take the first step outside of your comfort zone? Dive into sirensoapbox.com, where you will find links to our blog, Patreon, so many ways to explore, pick one today, and experience life outside your comfort zone. We have done a lot of personality tests over the years and have had plenty of time to prepare our soapboxes before each episode. Today, we are mixing it up a bit and we'll be doing a personality test live on the air and then giving our soapboxes off the cuff. To explore outside of our comfort zones even more, the quiz is about how other people see us and discovering how self-aware we are. So first, we'll be doing the psychcentral.com quiz, personality quiz one. We'll put the link in the show notes for you guys so you can participate at home too. The description of this test says, the word personality originates from the Latin word persona, referring to masks worn by theater performers to hide their identity or portray different roles. Your persona or personality is unique to you. It is a combination of the behaviors, emotions, thought patterns, and motivations that define us. Research from the past few decades has pointed to the role of environment, including how we were raised, and our genetics in forming and shaping our personalities. So what's your personality? Among your group of friends, are you considered the shy one who waits for others to make decisions, or are you seen as the dominant one who is ready to take the lead? Our personality test can help you find out your personality type. Answering these simple questions will give you a description of who you are and tell you how others see you. So are you ladies ready to dive into this test? Yeah, let's do it. All right. You got it pulled up on your computers? No. Yes. I don't. (laughs) So here's the thing that I thought of while you were while you were doing your introduction, Elsie, is when you said over the years and I was like, holy shit, it has been years since we've started this podcast. That's pretty amazing. It doesn't feel like it, though. No, fun. It is. I I really look forward to it every week. All right. All right. So hold on. Is it this one? This no, that's an advertisement. The top says Psych Central, and it's got a half orange oh, circle and a yeah. half yellow circle. Yeah, I'm there. I just, like, the first two advertisements make it look like that's the personality test. They try to trick you. That's how they steal your identity. Mm-hmm. She's going to end up going Are for a uh, Norwegian cruise. Yeah. That's my uh, ad on or, at least. Or a Citibank <laughs> card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, I'm ready. Right. Let's, let's read the questions. I'll, I'll read. Oh. Okay. All Imagine right. that. Don't, don't give the answers. Okay. No, God, no. All right. Should I give the options though? Well, yeah, give the options, but don't say what your Okay. Right, was. right, right. Okay. I feel most energetic and focused. There are three choices in the morning, 
during the afternoon and early evening or late at night? You guys want to take turns reading the questions? When I walk, I tend to do it fairly fast with long steps, fairly fast with small steps, less fast, head up, looking the world in the face, less fast, head down, very slowly. I mean, did this tell us how long our legs are or about our personality? That's my question. <laughs> also, I don't feel like the way I walk is described in any of these answers. So they do. there's that. We can come back to that. Pick the closest. When you speak to people, you tend to stand with your arms folded, have one or both of your hands on your hips, play with your hair, ear, touch your chin with your hair, have your hands clasped, touch or push the person whom you're talking. It reminds me of Elaine on Seinfeld when she was saying, shut up, and she pushed people. <laughs> When you're relaxed, you usually sit with your knees bent with your legs neatly side by side, your legs crossed, your legs stretched out or straight, one leg curled under you. So that's when you're when relaxed. You find something, when you find something really funny, you usually give a big appreciative laugh, a laugh but not a loud one, a quiet chuckle, Oh, or a sheepish <laughs> smile. <laughs> Murr had a sheepish smile. <laughs> I know. I bet you guys don't know what my answer is going to be to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Evil laugh was not an option. <laughs> <laughs> Should be. <laughs> when you enter a party or social gathering, you tend to make a loud entrance so everyone notices you. Make the quietest entrance, trying to stay unnoticed. Make a quiet entrance, looking around for someone you know. Gee, which one is Mer going to pick? Gee, I have <laughs> no idea. If you're focused on a task and you're interrupted, you're likely to welcome the break, feel extremely irritated, or vary between these two extremes. Well, the next one's fun. Your favorite color is red or orange, yellow or light blue, dark purple or blue, wait, dark blue or purple, brown or gray, black, green, white. Yellow and blue are nothing alike. That's stupid. Mer and I have the same answer. It's true. We do. I think that's why Je that's why Elsie's mad. She's like, mm, I want to be the same as them. Mm -hmm. oh, I don't want yellow. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird, though, that they are in the same category. I completely agree with you. Well, the sky, when the sun is shining, is yellow and blue. It's a similar feeling. Okay, I like that answer. All right. Okay. Before you fall asleep, you're usually lying stretched out on your back, on your side, slightly curled, with your head under your covers, what? Stretched out face down on your stomach, with your head on one arm. Um, I, this is um, just a little note about sleeping. I cannot sleep with socks on because they make me feel like I'm suffocating. <gasps> Same. 
or long sleeves. I can't sleep with long sleeves. Everybody on the Connolly side does. It's weird. That is weird. Long sleeves. Ugh. I can sleep anyhow, anyway, anywhere. It does not matter. I can sleep. I I uh, am a pretty easy sleeper, but not if I have socks on. I have to kick those puppies off. Mm-hmm. Can your feet be off the bed though? Um, I don't. I mean, I, my feet are always on the bed. Try it tonight. Dangle. Feet off the bed. I fell asleep one time standing at the sink. Standing. <laughs> what? That's. I need to know more about that situation. Later. I'll, I didn't know about it till I woke up standing at the sink. Oh, I know uh, what TC is going to answer for the next one. Okay, mm-hmm. whose turn is it? It's yours. You. Oh, when you, when you dream, you're often falling, fighting or struggling, searching for something or somebody, flying or floating. You usually have dreamless sleep. Your dreams are always pleasant. Hmm. All right. That's a test. Let's get results. Or should we do it in soapbox order? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I already hit get results. Yeah, same. (laughs) Of course you did. Oh, of course you did too. (laughs) Uh. Sorry. Oh, wait. Okay. But but, but nobody knows what it is yet. Yeah. So go, Mer. What are you? My score is a 43 out of 64. So the way the scoring works is zero to 20 is the shy warrior, 21 to 30 is the careful plotter, 31 to 40 is the loyal friend, 41 to 50 is the lively center of attention. That's where I fall. (laughs) 51 to 60 is the natural leader, and 61 plus is the vain self-centered leader. Ooh, ouch. Yeah, so I got lively center of attention, which makes lots of sense. Do you want to talk about whether or not you think that matches you or read what it says? Or what do you think? Sure. The summary says, others see you as fresh, lively, charming, amusing, practical, and always interesting. Someone who's constantly in the center of attention, but sufficiently well-balanced not to let it go to their head. They also see you as kind, considerate, and understanding someone who will always cheer them up and help them out i feel like that's a pretty good description of me it's all very um positive and upbeat and i feel like that's what people tell me that i am in their life a lot of times so that makes sense i think that's pretty fitting actually i think i think it i think it got you spot on yeah i think Um, so too i am amazed in what six seven questions that i think that's spot on you too it's crazy all right elsie see what are your results so i am a 54 of 64 natural leader and it says other ceo is exciting highly volatile Rather, impulsive personality, a natural leader who's quick to make decisions, although not always the right ones. They see you as bold and adventuresome, someone who will try anything once, someone who will take chances and always enjoys an adventure. They enjoy being in your company because of the excitement you radiate. Curious monkey. How do you feel about that? I think that's pretty accurate. Same, I do too. 
the highly volatile too is uh very Sagittarius, I've been told. <laughs> yeah, so I'm curious because you and Tracy are both a seven. You're both Sagittarius. I can't wait to tell you, and I can't wait to hear what you all think. So on mine, I want to hear what you think before I say what I think. Here are my results. I scored a 37 out of 64, the loyal friend. And here's the summary. Others see you as sensible, cautious, careful, and practical. They see you as clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. Not a person who makes friends too quickly or easily, but someone who's extremely loyal to friends you do make and who expects the same loyalty in return. Those who really get to know you realize it takes a lot to shake your trust in your friends, but equally that it takes you a long time to get over if that trust is ever broken. So that doesn't sound like you at all. No. Well, thank God. I read that. I'm like, really? Is that how people see me? Did it, wait, because if it... that's how people see me, my blind spot's huge. <laughs> well, I, it said creative, right? No, it said clever, gifted, or talented, but modest. I'll take gifted. Y'all can see me yeah. as gifted. That's fine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think and obviously things. modest. But I don't think oh, you're like... <laughs> careful like you're very adventurous yeah and what about the part that it takes her a long time to make friends um, yeah that's not true at all <laughs> what about the part that it takes me a long time to get over things if my trust is broken right Hello. you're like what what do you mean that never happened we're friends that's interesting and you were 30 know. what that's seven 30 37 yeah so i am i'm i'm wondering tracy if maybe you just clicked on some wrong things. I know. <laughs> okay. So I feel like right, you should I'm take it again. Back. Oh yeah. It's all, it's all right up there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. When I heard loyal friend, I instantly thought of Jess. Mm. And then the yeah, shy that warrior, all... I kind of thought of Sarah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think the loyal friend all sounds like Jess. Like everything I just read to me sounds a lot like Jess. Um, She's I'm... extremely loyal. Oh God, yes. I said that like a bit, like it was a bad thing. I was like, oh God, yes. But I, I didn't mean it that way. All right, so I'm going to copy the link and send it to Sarah and Jess and ask them to just take it at their leisure. Oh, that's a good idea. And let us know what the results are. I could see Sarah being a careful plotter though too. Mm. Well, I wish, could we read those descriptions somehow? I mean, if we can try to test. pick things. <laughs> yeah, we can. Okay. So the there are a few questions that I could have gone either way on the answers. I can totally try to take this again, but, you know, that's funny. <laughs> well, while you're retaking that test, I believe this is a good segue to say that Siren Soapbox also has a test and you can find out what type of explorer you are <laughs> that's right we'll include that linkity link in the show notes as well you find out if you're uh we have daring explorer that's tc we have a social explorer we have a competitive that's me curious explorer is myrrh 
introspective is Sara. Yeah. Those are good explorer types, Elsie. You did a really good job on that quiz. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. I used everybody's personality for that one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think you Thanks. nailed it as well. So TC, with your updated answers, did it change at all? did i got a 50 out of 64 which puts me like right on the top of lively center of attention i don't know which one i would i i really think i'm more the natural leader but me you too. know that's what that's, we want yeah. that's what that's what we want to think about ourselves but you I, like i can't help how i fall asleep <laughs> right i i don't know i think I agree with you. I think that when Elsie was reading the description of the natural leader, it reminded me of both of you, both of you. Mm -hmm. I would have not yeah. like, I do think that in theory, like the phrase loyal friend fits you. You're a very good friend, but their description of that personality type is not accurate for you. Yeah, I agree with that. So let's talk about blind spots. What is the article we were looking at earlier, Tracy? It's called Self-Awareness, Blind Spots and the Johari Window. And it's in the chat. <laughs> Bowl in a china shop. Mm -hmm. Where do you see that? It's a picture. Oh, oh, I do in see that. In a china shop. I was like, what if I don't have it? Why do I have a different internet than everyone else? <laughs> So when you when you look at an article, what do you think you look at first? Like the headings, the big words, the pictures, the links. What do you look at first? Just curious I because I, that's obvious because you just saw that picture and I didn't <laughs> notice that. Of all the times I've looked at this article, I did not notice that picture. Same. Wow. I I look for um, keywords and like headings and things like that I look for like diagrams and charts I, I go straight for the data well, that's interesting so, so you, I probably scrolled all the way down to the blind spot chart I did I did all right well tell our listeners what we're looking at here so the Jahari Jahari window describes four different areas of ourselves there's the open part which is known by both you and others there's the blind spot, which is unknown to you, but known by others. The hidden spot, which is known to you, but not by others. And then there's the unknown, unknown to you or others. That part is fascinating to me. Like, what would that be? Like, if you're put in a life or death situation and you don't know how you would react in that moment, unless you're actually in that moment? I don't know. I'm going to Google it and find out. Yeah, I um, I wonder what percentage of our personalities are unknown or in that unknown quadrant. It's different for different people. The unknown quadrant is the reflective pool containing knowledge of our past decisions, our deepest fears, previous actions that make us squirm in shame in our innermost self. That is where our psyche, our character, and our full potential reside. That is an interesting description because it's so that there, whatever you just read basically says 
if you want to reach your full potential, you got to deal with all that stuff that's making you feel uncomfortable, which is what we talk about here every week. But it's also like, that's some scary shit like that. You know, some people, myself included, pay therapists a lot of really good money to help them navigate that scary stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah that's interesting because hmm, that's interesting. But I guess those are also the things that are potentially like um, holding you back from going after some big, crazy idea. It reminds me of that conversation we had during the uh, Big Fish Getting Real episode where somebody asked the question, it might have been, it was either Brian or Bill. Um, Somebody asked the question, would you want to know if you were able to find out how you would die, would you want to know how you would die? And I know Bill and I both said, yeah, because nothing else would matter. You could do, you could literally do anything your heart desired and you don't have to worry about dying. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. So the blind spot is like the area, like the growth potential, it seems like, because that's how other people perceive you. Yeah, but I feel like this quadrant's not very fair because some of us have resting bitch face and I can't help the fact that people perceive me as a bitch because of my face. <laughs> Is that the hidden, oh, the blind spot or blind self? Gotcha. But I guess that's known to me that I have RBF. So am I supposed to just smile more? That's the, that's just, that's in the open quadrant for you. Resting bitch face <laughs> is in the open quadrant. Known by both you and others. <laughs> so in this particular or a different article that I looked up, it says in simple terms, other people may interpret your personality differently than you might have expected for efficient communication. This area must be reduced, which makes sense. If I'm saying something and I'm, a, I, and I'm thinking that you're picking that up in a certain way, but you're picking it up in a much different way then that's going to get in the way of communication. I feel like all of these are going to change all the time, like depending what's going on in your life or the social situation or whatever. Because if things are too loud, like I went to a wedding this weekend and it was so loud and I'm trying to have conversations with people and it, they were not very good conversations because we couldn't hear. And I'm kind of just shutting down because there's too much going on. Um, so... I don't know. I feel like it's always going to change no matter what's going on in your life. How do mm-hmm. you how do you shrink one or the other? Yeah, I agree. This one says that one way to shrink it is through feedback that you get from other members in your groups. So if you're asking for feedback or if you're open to feedback, if you're really listening to what other people say, then maybe you can start to catch on a little bit more about how other people are seeing you well here's an important question do we care mm-hmm. <laughs> because we've got some this is another conversation we had this weekend we shouldn't be doing things for others approval you know if you're let's say sober because you're trying to make other people happy and they're not happy enough then you're always going to feel empty because you're seeking for other people's approval if you're doing it for your own self then well, maybe if you're doing it for your own self, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I think that it is important because if I am behaving in a way and, you know, this is a little different than I think what 
how you how you were describing it but if i'm behaving in a way that is maybe offensive to somebody or um if i hurt somebody's feelings or i would want to know that i would want to know that so that i could be better the next time so i agree with you that you know it really isn't anybody's business why we do the things we do but it is nice to know that my actions are being perceived as positive and if they're not i want to know so that i can make some adjustments or decide if you want to make adjustments it's interesting it's almost like you two just described the two sides so i can't remember where we did this work but we did a lot of work in the bright side and the dark side of every personality type no matter what the personality piece or type or thing is there's a bright side and a dark side to that and if you want to decrease your blind spot so that you're getting the approval of others maybe that's the dark side but if you want to decrease your blind spot because you want to improve your communication. You don't want to put off what you don't mean to put off. It's almost like that blind spot. You could be communicating things that you don't want to communicate, that you don't mean to communicate, but other people are interpreting it differently than you intend for them to. It would be good to know that just because then you could better communicate what you actually mean. And it has nothing to do with whether or not people are accepting you or your motivation just that they're really understanding what you're trying to communicate. I like that explanation. That was really well explained. It's while you guys were talking about that, a certain, like a specific example. Oh, I know what it was. So Dino and I had an actual real kind of argument at one point in our relationship. And this argument came up because we were at a social event and um, I decided to smoke a cigar with some, some friends who were smoking cigars. And Dino does not like cigar smoke. And so on the way home, he said to me, women who smoke cigars are not sexy, which isn't actually what he meant. What he meant was, it's not sexy when a woman smokes a cigar. And I'm very specific about how things are worded. What he said was, women who smoke cigars are not sexy. And I was a woman who smoked a cigar, therefore I was not sexy. Versus if he just changed his communication to when a woman smokes, I don't find her sexy, then that's that moment in time that he didn't think I was sexy. That's a whole different thing. So I don't know, that kind of reminds me of that. We talked through that so that we could both understand each other's perspective. And it really had nothing to do with um, gaining each other's approval so much as understanding what we were each trying to say to each other. And that I'm very specific when it comes to wording. <laughs> that is something that I don't feel like, well, I, I feel like communication is an area in my life that I could definitely improve on. Improve. I think everybody mm -hmm. can. There's yeah, so much going on too. all the time. So many things grabbing your attention. I guess where I'm struggling with this is like, I, God, I'm going to quote Rachel Hollis and I hate myself for this. <laughs> <laughs> 
what other people think of me is none of my business. Like I can't be concerned all the time about what everybody is thinking of me or perceiving me because maybe that has nothing to do with me. Maybe it's whatever's going on in their life. And I have to make myself happy and do things that make me happy. And if however I'm acting, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, um, then if they're not okay with it, then maybe they're not my people. And I need to, those are the adjustments I need to make is find new people. But uh, I don't want to be constantly going around asking people like, hey, is this okay? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I was reading further into this article where we found the Jahari window and there are five effective ways to overcome your, bl- your blind spot and grow. And number two is who to get feedback from. You, you yeah. don't have to accept feedback from every person. You can mm-hmm. choose who you want to accept feedback from. Like, for example, in Tracy's um, example, it was it's important to her that her and Dean understand each other and what they're trying to say. Whereas I feel like when in your examples, you're talking more about people that don't really matter that much to you because you're right. You, you don't you can't adjust your personality for people that are just tangentially in your lives, or maybe you don't even respect them because they make poor decisions or whatever the case may be, you don't have to accept feedback from every person. That's like the horde and in queen of your own life. Like you, Mm -hmm. you don't listen to feedback from the horde. I mean, you can listen to it, but you don't have to take it to heart. So here, here's what it says. There are people in our lives who are critical Carl or Carla, Most, if not all of their feedback is overly critical or just their opinion. They think you need more. They think you need to be more like them. And when you aren't, they point it out, avoid these people. Instead, identify the people in your life who fit the following criteria. A, they've had regular interaction with you. The longer or more extensive the interaction, the better they know you. And B, they are supportive and safe. People in this category don't necessarily agree with everything you say or do but they don't have a consistent critical spirit. For example, often telling you or others about the various specs in other people's eyes. Instead, overall, they are supportive of you, believe in you and see both the good and not so good in you. They are neither people pleasing, yes, people in your life nor constant spec identifiers. That's us. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I take feedback from you guys very seriously. Yeah. So that, that leads me to another question. Do you have particular people that you reach out to for feedback based on the kind of answer you want to hear? <laughs> that doesn't sound at all manipulative <laughs> or biased. I, I, I totally do. I, I totally do. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm pretty sure I do. I mean, there were times when I purposely went and tell Tracy I was doing something because I didn't want her to stop me from doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, now here's the thing. I only hear from certain people, not in this group, but, um, for certain things. And I'm like, God, maybe I'm that person to them. Like they're looking for a certain point of view. It's funny. That's interesting. I mean, <laughs> I like, when you think about your friends, you know, which ones are cautious or consider, um, smart planning and, and safety. And then, you know, the ones that are 
you know, living on the edge a little bit. And I mean, I know if I go to, for example, Shannon and say, should I buy this or this? Because I really like both of them. She'll be like, buy one of each. (laughs) If I really want to buy one of each, she's the one I'm going to go to. But (laughs) if I go to Bill, he's probably going to be like, yeah, maybe this one or that one. I don't, it's just funny. Yeah, if I just want positive feedback about my artwork, I send it to my mom. And if I want <laughs> more critiques, then it's my dad and Jack. And like, oh, what if you did it this way? Or I see it like this. I think you should add whatever. But when you're done, like in your mind when it's done, then it goes to mom. And then nobody yeah. <laughs> else has anything to say about it. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, That's I didn't funny. mean to cut you off. I'm the worst. No, you're not. This is, um, that's, all right, so it's not really a blind spot because I am aware of it, but I just don't fucking do anything about it. So there's that. (laughs) So this could get uncomfortable. Oh, good. (laughs) The hidden ones. How do we discover not known, or no, wait, I don't know. I'm all over the place (laughs) with this one. Just forget about me. It's not known to others. And it says it's the hidden area or the facade, the mask. So I wonder for how many people is the line blurred between hidden and blind spot? You know, it's interesting. If you look at the diagram, they're not even next to each other. They're diagonal. So they share the least amount of space. I don't know if that was done purposefully. I feel like it was. I don't, I feel like they're very different. Yeah, the ones information across from me, they're opposites. They're complete opposites. One is the information that you know about yourself, but you don't share. And the other one is information that you completely are unaware of. And you, and maybe, I mean, maybe you're being, um, what's the word where you don't face something, um, like avoiding it. Yeah. Maybe it's avoidance or something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. but Yeah. I don't know where that thought was going. I'll have to think about it again. Come back to you. It's times like this. I wish we had an expert on the Jahari window that we could talk to about this maybe that's a future episode it says this is information that is known to you but will be kept unknown from others feelings past experiences fears secrets etc well that's gonna depend person to person too for sure right yeah yeah like if you're in the witness protection program can you imagine how much you have to keep hidden from every person you know (laughs) Uh, she goes straight to the extreme yeah (laughs) (laughs) wow it's something to consider and if you're a kardashian you have nothing hidden yeah i don't know the kardashian the kardashians might be hiding all the real stuff all the real stuff yeah but it's interesting i wonder how it impacts someone when they specifically have to increase the hidden area like mer was Mm -hmm. saying if you if you're forced into a situation where you purposefully have to increase your hidden area i wonder how it impacts you i would imagine that that would 
have like a negative impact on, on me. I don't know about everybody, but for me personally, I think it would be, a, it would have a negative impact on my emotional well being. Would you do it? Would I do it? Would you do it? Could I do it? Um, I don't, gosh, I don't want to have to answer that question. That's a lot of thinking. I guess be hard. it would be hard. Like I wouldn't want to, I assume that when I'm being relocated by the FBI that I can't bring you two with me. Right. Yeah. It's going to make it really <laughs> hard for you to do your soapboxes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming to you from. Yeah. And then there's Mark and all of my kids are basically grownups now. I mean, I still have two kids in high school, but I mean, Gracie, she's like 16 going on 43. So I don't necessarily mean, could you just disappear and leave your loved ones in the dust? What I mean is if, if there was some big piece of your life that you could not share with anyone, could you do that? Like fast forward witness protection program, 20 years, you've left people behind, you've made new friends and you're Sally and you can't tell them that you're Murhaj and you can't tell them that you grew up, you know, on the West side of Cincinnati and that this is what made you who you are and that you miss your mom because, you know, whatever, like you can't, that would be hard. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. It always comes to light. I mean, I'm pretty open. In fact, there are times that people specifically say to me, let's not share this particular thing because I'm usually like, wow, I hear it all is. <laughs> Open window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder how easy it is. I just, yeah, this would be an interesting exercise to have somebody help you point out your blind spots. Man, I would, I'm, I'm, Criticism can be hard for me sometimes. It would have to be very gentle. It had would have to be given to me gently. But then those blind spots, I think, too, because we did that other personality test and it was talking about masks that we put on. I think bl those blind spots are going to change depending, like, if you're at work or if you're around your family. And, you know, there's a lot to take into all that. For sure. The only one that's really going to know you is you. And even apparently there's parts of you you don't know because it's in the unknown window. <laughs> that's the scary stuff hmm. and so it right. looks like in this article that they are suggesting that you increase and expand your open area and decrease all of the other areas and i wonder if that's if that's really what's best what do you guys think i think that well we recently had a Recently, it was probably, gosh, it's already March, you guys. This is insane. It was probably like six months ago. We had a motivational speaker come into our work and talk to us about bringing your authentic self to work and how your um, your employer will benefit for you being your authentic self. You feel better when you're being your authentic self. Like there's no, you should be, you should be allowed to be who you are in the workplace. And um, I don't know, my point is, it makes me think about that sh increasing that open quadrant and reducing everything else is a lot like that. It's like no longer separating the uh, lines between 
personal and professional. It's sort of a blend of all of both of them. That reminds me of a question we had for, it must've been a mystery episode about being yourself at work. Oh yeah. Like we, we talked about that and I had a very different work environment from you where they told us how to dress. They told us how to talk, how to present ourselves, like everything. And we were not allowed to have a personality. (laughs) And I mean, that work environment is very toxic. So, I mean, have you guys been your authentic selves at work? Have you seen a difference? I feel like I, I feel like I am myself at work. I mean, obviously I'm not going to go in there um, singing at the top of my lungs, like I would at home or, you know, cause you got to be professional in the workplace, but yeah, I think I am who I am and both at work and at home. And it's easier that way. It feels better that way. So this reminds me of another um, book. I'm trying to think of what it is when it comes to being your authentic self at work. Um, it's the um, the something principle. I'll come up with it. While she's coming up with it, I think this would have been a really, I wish we discovered this two, two and a half years ago, because I feel that the process that we do every week of reflecting on ourselves and each other and giving each other feedback all the time that are hidden and are unknown and our blind spots have gotten a lot smaller over the past couple of years. How about for you guys? I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. Both personally and professionally. Uh, when I say professionally, I mean the work we do on the podcast. I think that that's mm-hmm. the case. We've had a lot of really open and raw moments where we're talking about, you know, sensitive things. So I feel like we're we're pretty open. Yeah, I agree with that. And that goes back to the who to get feedback from. This is definitely a safe space. And I, I appreciate that. And I wish that everybody had this. They should so email us at sirensoapbox.com or gmail.com. <laughs> she can't find it think of what it's no i can't think of what it is so when i first started when i first went from being a teacher to going into administration um one of the challenges for me was that i was essentially playing a script i was behaving the way that i thought a school administrator should behave and doing the things that I thought a school administrator should do. And I wasn't necessarily being my actual, true, authentic self. And one of my bosses could see that in me because when I worked with my my team of people, my small team, I was very much myself. But when I worked with people who I supervised, I was not. It's almost like the script kicked in and I was being what I thought I was supposed to be. And so we did this series of coaching sessions where I really learned to be exactly who I am and it completely improved everything. It improved how I made decisions, following my intuition when it came to making those decisions and how I related to everyone around me. And it allowed people to see me as a human versus this administrator script I was playing. And I'm trying to remember what the name for that is, but I'm so thankful 
that that person saw that and paired me up with somebody who was a perfect coach to walk me through that and help me understand what I was doing. It was just, it was interesting. Yeah. That's this awesome. was a book. Yeah. Yeah. And did they eat cheese on a train on this book? <laughs> <laughs> this book really exists. Elsie. <laughs> you know, this, uh, self-awareness blind spots in the Jahari window, this would be a good exercise for a mentor mentee relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, yeah. Put that shit in my back pocket. <laughs> it's gonna make me crazy man who would know Heeman or oh. tc <laughs> no tc is another tclc can you believe that yeah there's yeah. another tc yeah 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 so we started calling siren tc we would call her cc at work because she was was I don't know if she still Nicole, is. I'm still yeah. captain. Yeah, she I'm was a, a, I'm a she captain. she's a licensed U.S. Coast Guard captain or whatever. Oh or my god! Whatever. I, I remember when you were training for that. You'd have your note cards going into dive master class. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we we were up in Columbus for some um, convention for K twelve education, and she was studying at the bar for her captain's <laughs> for her captain's exam that's intense <laughs> it was intense yeah so that so he was always tc and she was cc hmm. hmm i don't know i can't find it that's really frustrating i'll let you guys know later well yeah if we find it we will definitely include it in the notes to the show so stay yeah. tuned look at the notes see if we see if we found it <laughs> We should, if we don't find it, we should put a little note that says we did not find it. We didn't find it, <laughs> but, but we're still looking because we can always update it later. This is true. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think, girl? Should we wrap it up? Sure. Unless there's a Jahari window quiz. Ooh, did you find one? I'm looking now. Huh. The Jahari window was invented by Joseph Luft and Harrington Ingram in the 1950s as a model for mapping personality awareness. That's what I meant to say. That's why it's called Jah Jahari. It's a it's a mashup of their names. Oh, that makes so much more sense now. I thought it was like from the western part of the world, eastern part of the world. <laughs> so did I. What are their first names again? Joseph Luft and Harrington Ingram. Yeah, Joseph and Harrington, Johari. That is hilarious to me. Oh, that is so funny. Okay, here's they were, a... They were mashing names way before it was cool to mash names. <laughs> I think it's so freaking funny. <laughs> that is they amazing. Were original Benefer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I just sent you guys a link and we'll put that in the show notes and it's what I just read, but underneath there's a big table and mm -hmm. you're supposed to pick five or six words that you feel best describe you from the list below. Huh? Where'd you put it? I put it in the chitty chat, 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 chitty chat, chat, chat of the uh, zoom meeting. Yeah. Okay. Five or six words. It's hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, and then the next step is to, ha to have friends and colleagues say which words they associate with you. You can do this by directing them to your URL. Whoa, that's fun. Okay, so how do we want to do this? I've got my six words picked out. All right, now I'm going to send my link in the uh, the Zoom chat, I guess. So this is interesting. This is really interesting. So, all right, for our listeners, because I'm going to cut a whole lot of that silent stuff out. <laughs> Why? We, we just took this um jahari window quiz and then it gives you a link so that you can send it you, you so the whole idea is to figure out what's in your blind spot which is what is unknown to you but known by others so you answer this you take this quiz by picking five or six words that describe you and then you get a personalized link that you can send to other people they pick words that they think describes you and then it sets up your jahari window for you so it tells you so there are some words in my blind spot that i did not choose for myself that other people have chosen for me here's something that i find interesting if you look at the facade quadrant hmm? all three of us have the word silly in the <laughs> facade quadrant yeah I almost picked that for you, TC. That's really funny. So we all see ourselves as silly. Yeah. Yeah. And none of us chose it for other people. Oh, man. I oh, just yeah. sent my link to my family. I'm going to send my link ah. to, to, to Mark. Mark, 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 yeah. Mark. I feel like TC knows herself the most because she's got three that are known to self and others. And then Murr has two, and then I have one. I'm a clever girl. Clever girl. <laughs> I almost chose clever hmm. for you. So that was Wait. TC. <laughs> and me. <laughs> no, maybe I did. I don't remember. Oh, shit. I chose I clever. Remember. I chose clever for Elsie. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. That's funny. We're going to see what is not known to others. Now is known. Yeah. So what about is this un- the unknown part, is that like every word that no one chose? Yeah. That's how you see yourself and then nobody else see. And then not known to self are all the words that other people pick that you didn't pick. And then no, unknown I mean the un are all the... Yeah. Yeah. It's all the other words you didn't pick. That no one picked. Correct. So I'm looking at LC's blind spots and it's interesting to me that... Um... There are some, so there are some really powerful words on here that you didn't choose for yourself, like bold and brave and confident. Mm-hmm. And I think I picked brave for both of you. Really? Yeah. Because you both have brave on there. I think I picked brave for both of you. I don't know. Because there, I don't know. I feel that all of us could probably describe ourselves in more than just five or six words yeah i agree i almost so, picked religious and then i'm like i almost I, picked you know, that for I'm you not, too or maybe i did nope i'm TC not mother did. Teresa. that's not you know mm -hmm. yeah so here's a question in the blind spot we we all have at least one bold word does that mean two people chose it yes yeah. it means every person who responded chose it hmm 
Yeah, I would not have considered myself energetic, but I love that you both do. <laughs> oh, this is fun. Well, I don't want to put these um, links out for the whole world to respond to because they don't know us. Um, and I think that that's important to get that feedback from people who know you. But I am going to send it to Mark and I'll probably send it to a couple of my other friends just to see what they have to say about it. Well, we can also put the how you can get your own Jahari window link in our show notes so other people can do their own and see where they fall. For sure. That's a great idea. This is a lot of fun. I feel like we should we should have a new challenge where we get X number of people to respond to our Jahari window and flesh this out even more and then include um, Justin siren jess and siren sarah and do this again that would be interesting yeah maybe we maybe can we even could find get an somebody yeah yeah i'd like to dive into this deeper and understand it more for sure this it's is interesting i really i yeah i'm really enjoying learning about this i'm not sure why no one thinks i'm friendly um <laughs> that's interesting <laughs> maybe it's because the comments like that <laughs> <laughs> you've literally invited every single person on our show to your island um i think you're pretty friendly i know i think it's covered under extroverted and confident and yeah <laughs> you can't be all the things tc yeah tc can't be everything everything i'm gonna bust out into i'm every woman it's all in me <laughs> <laughs> Now that song's stuck in my head. Oh, I'm so excited for the playlist episode. Uh, yeah, I heard that uh that someone already sent their playlist to Mark. What? <laughs> Wonder who that was. Wasn't me. It wasn't me either. I was, was just Elsie. trying to make it sound like me, but it was Elsie. Obviously, <laughs> I don't obviously I don't know what's on the playlist, but I, I told Mark, I said, that's interesting because Usually Jess is the first one to get her homework done. So she is. Yeah, Although I actually true. don't know about Elsie because Elsie is the one who sort of collects all the information. So she just like quietly does what she does. So actually, I don't know. She may you get it all know. like super early. <laughs> I do I'm just have sitting a really here with my one. head with my head tilted like Horatio. I, she's <laughs> taking it all in. Need your. <laughs> You need your glasses so that you can be like, take them off like Horatio does. <laughs> That's right. Well, that was interesting. Oh, my my thing changed, so Dino must have already done it. Oh. Ooh. I gotta send this to Mark. I think. Now I'm jealous. How do you know? He had somebody fill it out. 100% of people think that Siren TC is happy. Yeah, I would be Damn. shocked. If somebody chose something other than that oh there's a breakdown so if oh, you yeah, I can down, see his name down there yeah yeah that's yeah. cool scroll all the way to the bottom um oh that's yeah fun. they're all very positive words <laughs> I wonder they are. If, if they were different if how different it would be although Sh i don't think shy is very positive. i don't know i think that's Depends. fine one hundred percent of people also think I'm independent. Hello, to a fault. 
Yeah. Oh I know. I was like, yeah. too bad it doesn't say toxically independent. <laughs> hey, too bad it doesn't say this. <laughs> For those of you listening and not watching, I might have made a gesture with one of my fingers. <laughs> it was a bird. It was a bird. It was a bird. I didn't know TC had a bird in her room. TC's getting a bird for a wedding present. Still, though, even though my fiance, who I'm about to marry in five days, has done this, still no one thinks I'm friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Oh, my dad just sent it to me. He didn't even, he texted me back. He called me complex. Complex. I thanks, Dad. I can see, I can see complex. I remember the first time that I realized that when you when you get really stressed, you have to kind of go into a cave for a little while. I remember the first time that happened. It's oh, called yeah. a shell, my turtle shell. <laughs> uh huh. That's right. Was it when we were doing our logo? Is that when that happened? Do you remember that, Mur? Oh, we were yeah, just like, that's when it was. This logo. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm so proud of now because TC pushed me to make it perfect. <laughs> yeah, we almost, I feel like the podcast almost broke up over that logo. We that, almost broke her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Dr. Ian and fasting. 100th episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Not, you know not going out to eat for a week. <laughs> too soon oh my gosh oh my gosh uh i think this is going to be the 120th episode holy shit Ah. that's awesome i know we are moving right along girls this is fun i'm having so much fun with this plus it's not even counting like the positivity pop-ups that we do and now we're going to start doing siren song lots of stuff coming up yeah i'm excited our show numbers are going to increase so big now i know they're gonna be so big that's what she said (laughs) are we doing a positivity pop-up on the island i i would like to try i told our audience that i didn't know it'll be a surprise but yeah that's right i did listen to that and you're talking about (laughs) philadelphia as i was like driving past philadelphia oh really that's funny yeah and i'm like it's a really old city so i can understand how somebody would have a hard time delivering a liver to somebody yeah sarah had a really funny joke about livers being shaken not stirred and you could hear it i <laughs> didn't hear it i mean everyone else could hear it yeah that's all right but i'll get my shit together for next time <laughs> okay i just sent mine to two more people because this is too much fun it is fun. I feel like it needs to come with a warning that beware of the person you're answering this for will know what you say. It does say that. It yeah, tells you that. All you have it to does. do okay. is uh, read all the instructions. But how many people do. really do that? That's true. I mean, you know what? This might be a time when it bites them in the ass. They should think mm-hmm. twice. Yeah. Huh. That's fun. Ja- Wait, how do you spell right. Jahari? J-O-H-A-R-I. I went ahead and spelled it because I thought our listeners might want to know how to spell it. That's a, that's a good idea. All right. I um, sent it to all my friends. There's you guys and then Tina, Nicole, and Jenny Meyer. <laughs> that's everybody. 
I'm just kidding. I got lots of friends. But those are the people that are probably closest to me, so they got it. So I guess our uh, challenge for this episode is to have everybody take the Jahari personality quiz and then send it off to people that you want feedback from. Choose your feedback and just take a look at what's in your blind spot. It's an interesting, it's an interesting little exercise. You guys, thank you so much. I know this was supposed to be um, a MERS mystery episode. So if you were listening to the pre-dive and you're shocked to not hear MERS mystery episode, <laughs> we had we had some scheduling conflicts and some last minute changes, but we came through with a really fun episode. It was a mystery, even to you. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> it's still a mystery episode. That's right. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I can't wait to do it. I, I can't wait to follow up on this with Sarah and Jess. This will be a good yeah, time. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, fellow explorer, for listening to this episode. We are taking a week off next week so that we can celebrate Tracy and her fiance, Dean. They're getting hitched this weekend. It's uh, tomorrow if you're listening to this on Friday. All of us are going to St. Croix to celebrate with them, and we are not recording. But don't worry, we have a special episode of Siren Song that we are going to release for you. This is a new spinoff we're doing where some of the sirens will get together and tell each other about a cons- about conspiracy theories. And we're taking our inspiration from the Netflix animated series Inside Job. We'll be posting about two episodes of Siren Song each month on our Patreon. It'll be available at all levels. Um, we will be releasing the video recordings of those episodes on the patreon as well we will be back the following week with a brand new challenge we just talked about it we're all working on our playlists it's very exciting i am currently overthinking mine i still need to settle on a theme but i'm getting there tc Mm -hmm. how's yours coming along it's coming along i have too many songs i have to narrow it down but my theme was easy good all right Well, I'm really excited for that, and we'll catch you all next time. But until then, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox, and a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias, and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.